Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are with our first part review for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This is, I, I don't know how many episodes I'm going to go with this. Uh, it's going to be one big episode that contains three separate ones. So three separate sections. So it will be easier to listen than one continuous one. Each of them will be between 20 minutes to 25. The first part that I'm going with is... I have to eat my words. <laughs> I campaigned a lot against Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I can honestly say I'm sorry, Ubisoft. I'm extremely sorry, by the way. I've been proven wrong. That doesn't happen that much often, by the way. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is amazing. Though there are many problems with it, which I will say in the review. So... I just have to say, this This was actually a much better game than Origins. I hated Origins. Origins was terrible, in my opinion. It didn't stand up to the other Assassin's Creed games. It didn't have any impact, for me at least, especially the modern time story. But this one actually delivered on many fronts. Now, let's start with the story itself. The story itself is about you playing either Cassandra or Alexios. By the way, there will be minor spoilers for you basically because the spoiler that i'm about to reveal which i will say before i reveal is something you pretty much find out on your own early on so it can't be considered a spoiler but for those who are going into this without any knowledge i'm not going to spoil it immediately i'm going to tell you when there's a spoiler give you some time to you know just take out the headphones or whatever then listen back all right then so the story itself is about either Alexios or Cassandra. I went with Cassandra because I thought it made more sense. Especially after playing through the game, I thought it really made more sense. If it had been Alexios and Cassandra, it would have been stupid. Stupid. It, it wouldn't have made sense. This story, to my opinion, is really tailored for Cassandra. The story itself is about that Cassandra is a mystios or a mercenary, and she's uh, she never had... Her parents, it turns out that, you know, both her brother uh, and mother were killed, apparently. And now her dad is the reason, blah, blah, blah. Now, you just have to get out of Kefalonia and just see this huge Greek world. I love how they chose Kefalonia simply because it's on the left side of the map. And when you go, this whole huge world just opens up to you. It makes really good sense the story itself is really good compared to at least origins or unity even maybe the london one i keep forgetting um, i'm going with victoria even that is way better than that one the game the game story is surprising Without spoiling, let me tell you that this cult of cosmos that I thought these were cultists and didn't make any sense, they actually make a lot of sense. This game did way much more to explain the origins of assassins and Templars rather than Origins did. Origins just said that you know these are some guys who look like assassins. They saw the head of a bird fall on the sand. They figured it looks like an... That, that was bullshit. And it didn't explain much. This one explains it in a much better way. Now I actually agree with this kind of a time difference between the two games. 
So in case you don't know, there's actually a 200-year difference between Origins and Odyssey. And Odyssey actually explains the story much better than I expected. Now, the things that are... I was really concerned with RPG being the style of Assassin's Creed. To me, this makes sense for this game only. Because this is a game that happens so long in the past and the characters that are affected by your choices are different and have no bearing on the history that it makes sense. By the way, it's really cool. Cool concept and really well executed. But the problem, I think, is that the whole Assassin's Creed universe cannot be like this. It can't. Simply because, well, if they're going with modern-day assassins completely and saying it's RPG, I can relate to that. It will be cool. But in the past form, past days like, you know, anything that's written in history, that's not possible simply because, well, it's been written in the history. Changing anything major would mean changing history itself. So not a good idea to begin with, but the way it's executed in Origins, I think it's really well made, so I can get behind on that. The story itself has a lot of twists and turns. There's a lot of great things that you find in the story. A lot of great twists, by the way. <coughs> Sorry. So, expect a lot of twists. Expect the unexpected, by the way. The game does do everything in its power to just surprise you. And it did. For me, it was repeatedly. And that was a great surprise to me. Because Assassin's Creed games haven't had a great track record of story anyways. So, Assassin's Creed Odyssey's story is actually really good. I cannot spoil the game for you to tell you how good it is or how bad it is. I think it's actually a really good story. Especially in modern day, for the first time ever, this modern day story really works. Really works. But there are some terrible things that are said at the end that just makes me want to think, what the hell? Now, there are some questions involved. Like, for example, at the epilogue, after you destroy the four world bosses, there is a cutscene that I think doesn't make any sense on some level. One is that some certain character says that you are the chosen one. And then I think to myself, we thought somebody else was the chosen one. Then the another part that I think was terrible was that Ubisoft actually ex expects me to go and read this Phoenix story from their comics to understand who the hell these characters are and what they're doing here. To Ubisoft I say, I hate your comics. Just tell me what the hell happens in the story. Or at least a short movie. Like Assassin's Creed 2. They did the best one, by the way. So, it didn't make any sense. One of the things that that certain character says at the very end is also very cool. I think that this should have been the premise already. It makes a lot of sense. It's really well done. Game story is... Really well made, especially with everything that they explain, especially with the four world bosses. Many people thought, why are they going with Medusa, with Minotaur? Hold on, they are in the game, but they're not exactly uh, mythical creatures. They're actually normal people, manipulated, changed, transformed by Apple of Eden. 
So this shows how powerful those apples are anyway. So they're not mythical creatures at all. They're normal people who were transformed by this. This is how you think they can be real. Not real, but you know, in that world where they have always been really strict and, well, basically just sticking to the uh, usual things. The game story is multi-layered and the story doesn't just come about this family dispute between Cassandra and her family, but basically everything else. The side quests themselves also have an amazing storyline. Some of them are actually really, really good. I mean, you may want you may not think it, but they are actually good. Most of the side quests are actually really enjoyable to play through simply because of the story they offer you. They are different, they are satisfying, and the choices you make matter. Saving one fanatic guy will bite you in the ass later on in another quest. And that's what I love about this game. Your choices shouldn't always be good. You shouldn't always be like, I'm a good person, so I save everyone. So people will be fine. It's not possible. Saving one guy, even though you think he's a good guy or can be redeemed, is a wrong decision sometimes because then they can come back in another place and kill someone. Or your decisions that you make for killing someone or not killing someone will come back to you at a much later time or sometimes maybe even like only one quest later. Like there was this guy who I killed in front of the crowd. And later on, when I wanted to save this guy, because one of my friends said that you have to save him as a good guy, he's not a bad guy exactly. He said, I don't trust you because you killed that guy in the public. And by killing that guy, because I had no choice but to kill this guy, and I couldn't save him anymore, that guy who told me not to kill him didn't trust me anymore. And I lost him in the process as well. So the game story and everything, they have an impact. The choices you make have a great impact. This is why, why I think that this RPG style suits the game. But there are many things in it that I don't think they should matter that much. Like, for example, one of the biggest decisions you have to make, basically through your playing and playthrough and dialogue choices that you make determines the fate of four characters. These four characters to me are characters that I think that, well, they're basically of assassin family. Does it matter if they live or not? This is kind of a question that will follow me. But then I think to myself, well, this is like asking if Ezio's sister should live on. And then I think that if there was another game in that series, like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, then she should live, right? So this is a problem with Origins. Well, it may work for a self-contained story, but choices like that aren't exactly important. Like, even though they have an impact on you, the most important factor should be that some other characters that are vital to the bigger part of the story should survive or not. That's why I think in the past, using this kind of form for, you know, RPG, will bite Ubisoft in the ass. So I think that even though it worked in this one, it will not work in another game. 
should those characters be like historical characters and you know if you can't do anything like instead of, for example saying napoleon napoleon was there and i couldn't save him and he dies because that changes the history and if they say that okay no only the characters related to templars and you know assassins can do this can die or what and then i think to myself okay i understand that a little bit but it still won't have the same impact because it becomes the same thing again so it is kind of a different thing that we have to worry about for the future right now i think this worked really well in odyssey odyssey gave me a new experience so the story is greatly enjoyable however when you first come to the ending even though it can get emotional depending on your choices it doesn't make a huge impact to me the ending was good i was like okay i take this good ending i got the best one but the thing was that i kept thinking to myself that i'm missing something and the reason was that you need to kill those four world bosses to figure out the bigger story when you do, you're faced with an ending that just basically blows your mind and you think to yourself, holy crap, where did this come from? It's seriously like that. It really made me think like, what the hell? What is this? But at the same time, remember this. Even though um, this ending is a little bit... Um, know satisfying and all that and very confusing the next thing is that they announced a dlc called entering atlantis it will presumably come i think in about four or five months maybe more so i just want to ask you yourself what the hell were you guys thinking because even if that dlc comes that much later which is a long time by the way you just Sealing off the main, maybe the bigger ending, the expanded ending that should have been the game in a DLC. That sucks. As much as I like this game, I think that that kind of thing entering Atlantis should be saved for another game at least. Because it doesn't make sense if you have to, you know, play six months later and it's the expanded ending of that because i feel like it is entering atlantis obviously you cannot do it with cassandra i don't know cassandra if she actually goes into the atlantis that's a big question that i think should be answered because we seal it off anyway but if you know anyone else goes in there i don't know what's gonna happen so story itself like i said it's really good gameplay wise there's a lot of good things to be said about the game. Gameplay-wise, I have a lot of great things to say. And the great thing about this game is that the gameplay is directly tied to the story. Any decision you make, any choices that you make do affect the story and vice versa. That's a great integration made by Ubisoft. Such thing was not to be seen in Mass Effect Andromeda, for example, where some choices you made, even though they had their own consequences in their own context, they had no other bearing in the other parts of the story. But anything that you do in the gameplay on your own will have kind of an impact. So do remember that. It's actually really cool how they made this. Uh, 
Game overall, in terms of gameplay, is fantastic. The combat is really enjoyable, even on easy difficulty. The world of the game is huge and very well detailed compared to Origins, which was 90% just desert. The world is pretty much alive in this game. The world is really, really alive. Characters talk to each other even on your ship. They socialize. They socialize with you even. And the world is so much alive that sometimes you see Spartans attacking Athenians. And this keeps changing. Like, for example, if you helped capturing Megaris, which is part of the story, you come back and you see Spartans have lost it again. Then Athenians lose it again. This is something that I like about it. It keeps changing and changing. And that's a great thing. I think the game... Uh, does make an impact like this it just you know shows you that this story this thing doesn't really change you know doesn't really stay the same it changes all the time but you know even though that's really amazing there are some things in the game that are really mundane and probably bad as great as the side quests are and believe me they're really enjoyable even if you think of them as a grind they are enjoyable you will love doing them. I think one of the big problems with it is that, well, I miss the tombs from Assassin's Creed 2, whole whole series of Assassin's Creed 2. So there, in, there isn't anything like that here. You have tombs going on here and there, but they're not difficult. Not like Assassin's Creed Origins, at least. They're super easy. You just go through here and there, few places, and then you suddenly find... The thing you were meant to find. So that is kind of disappointing, but well, what can I say? <laughs> the other thing that I think the game should have done a little better at least is that basically there isn't anything for you to find related to uh, First Civilization the way it was in other games. Well, to be honest, the game explains a lot from ancient civilization and first civilization view, which I think is a big bonus, by the way. There aren't any quests specifically, you know, tombs, things like that related to them. If you remember in Assassin's Creed Origins, we actually had something. There was this place where, you know, you had to put, like, you know, light thingies and reflect them to get to the main place that sort of thing this is not to say that the game doesn't do anything to rectify that it does and it probably does it better than origins because origins solution to this kind of tool was really boring at times this one has other things but you know there isn't much there's actually a lot in terms of explaining this ancient civilization in game which I appreciate, and thanks to Ubisoft, we learn more about these guys than we ever did. And I think that's a big bonus. But there are some things missing, like I said. In terms of, you know, combat, there is a very well-balanced thing going on. Basically, if somebody is higher level than you, you can't beat them, but it takes a longer time. However, if they're even higher than they should be, they can kill you. Because, well, basically they're much stronger than you. So, if you see a quest where you have, like, you know, only two levels lower than the recommended one, you can undertake it, but it will take a little longer than usual. And it will be a little bit more difficult. 
And as for the tombs, like I said, that they suck and all that. There is a, you know, there is a workaround. And that's basically, you know, uh, you have to, you, you do them because of the ability points. So do them. They're good for you. Um, as for finding OP weapons, yes, there is an OP weapon called Hades' Bow, which is seriously OP, simply because it fires, you know, fire arrows, flaming arrows. So that is OP as hell. Uh... Like I said, side quests are really enjoyable. Naval combat is enjoyable as well. Even though it is limited because of the timing of the game itself, but the time period, but it's really enjoyable. It makes you feel really good. One bad thing about it, I can say, is that when you upgrade your ship, I only see one part of it being upgraded every time. There's nothing else that I can see that is like, you know considerable kind of an upgrade you see and you be like oh I, I see this one. Oh, it's so cool nothing like that kind of bums me out I want to see more so that's one problem like you know for example in uh, black flag when you upgraded your ship you could see the upgrades of course you can say that you know time period wise it cannot be done maybe I'm not sure Mercenaries in the game, bounty system in the game are really fun. Fighting mercenaries is really fun. And <clears throat> they are actually challenging. And it gets really satisfying where you are a higher level, like 50. And there's a guy level to 49 and you can just kill them and assassinate them without them knowing. And the whole combat system is really well made. The abilities and such, most of them are good. But most of them... Are useless to you useless in a very certain context like for example in battle I think that you know the flaming sword or maybe even the poison ones including Spartan kick and bull one they are amazing but these are for close combat anything else that the game also offers you doesn't work like there's one that is called Ares's rage I appreciate that it's a good one but it's not one that I definitely need and that's a bad thing. It should be like, you know, you get this and you should be like, oh, wow, I definitely need this. Ooh, better ability. And these are abilities that some of them come after you gain a certain amount. So if I can't use them and I don't see any use in them, what's the point? So that's one of the things. The other, and the other fact is that sometimes some of these abilities should be just abilities without you having to trigger them. But you will have to trigger them anyways. And I think that really is stupid. In fact, in one of the things that you should do is that when you have this kind of an ability, you just have to hold L1 and directional navigation down and then press the button that you want to use. Which means if you wanted more than one, uh, you know, like more than four abilities, one of the four slot for them, you want to use eight, this is... One of the terrible things you should do. It really steals away from the pace of the game, which I think is bad. Overall world of the game is amazing. It's really good. It's really big, wonderfully designed. It's seriously huge, by the way. It's this is this is an understatement. It's really, really huge. And yet it's very enjoyable. It doesn't feel like 
that this is getting um, stupid, like playing and thinking like, you know, oh, we've seen this before. No, you haven't. There's no way that you've seen something like this again and again. Um, the cities in the game, if you even have visited Greece or, or a Greek person and you like history, believe me, you can love the world here. I mean, you're going to be like, oh, wow, I love this. I wanted to see this. And then you're like, oh, that's good. For example, I have been to Athens. I have seen Acropolis and places like that. But then seeing it here in this game, I don't know how accurate this might be or inaccurate, but still, it feels really good. I just look at it and I'm like, wow, Athens was really nice. It was really cool. So that's a great thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is the end of part one, then I'm going to upload part two right now, and continue with the review. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, here we are, part two. Like I said, I'm doing it like this, so that, you know, you'll have an easier time listening to it, because, you know, this can, this is a in-depth review, simply so that I want to um, just talk about every aspect of the game in a better fashion, because this is a huge game, by the way. So, like we said, gameplay-wise, the game is amazingly big and all that. Uh, choices you make in the game do matter. I love how lovingly Greece was recreated in this game, as opposed to maybe Origins, which didn't seem like they cared that much. But this one, you can actually feel the love, the attention to detail, and this is amazing. They could have just lasered it out and just made it, worse than it was this is amazing they worked a lot on this game and i appreciate it i think they really went all out with this game so in terms of game world this is probably the best assassin's creed game ever to the state of course so this means that i even like this more than assassin's creed 2 to his world and that's you know saying that all of them together like istanbul Italia, all of them, all together, they are probably nothing compared to this. So, this is really well made, really lovingly made. And when you watch this thing, everything that happens in it, the villages, the fishing villages, the octopus bay, you love it. But there are places where you just think to yourself, why, why is it like this? Some places in the game, they have texture problems. Like, for example, with the stones, they don't load correctly, and they won't. I actually stayed in one place for 15 minutes, and the texture still didn't load. I think that's a terrible thing. Why should it be like that? In a beautiful place created like this, I expect that everything to work just as fine. So when it doesn't, it really bums me out. It really takes you away from that experience. Otherwise, everything else is really well made. The light, the lighting in the game is really well created. It looks nice. Not as nice as maybe Spider-Man on PS4, but still really good. It looks really nice. Now, there is something in the game that I think that you should definitely note for later on and that's basically you know even though the game does many things correctly 
whether it be combat, whether it be, um, I don't know, everything else. There's problem is that many of the gameplay aspects are a little bit too much. And they're just there for show, in my opinion. Many of the abilities in the game, while being useful, they are useful, but there's no point to them being here. They have no... It's like Spider-Man. Like I said, some abilities are just useless to you. You already have better ones available. Why should you need these ones as well? Why should you use your ability points on them? Of course, this is to say that the game just wants to give you the option to basically... Um, play however you want, but I imagine most people would just want to go crazy and just slay everyone. One thing I think that they shouldn't have done was removing the sprint button. <laughs> this is actually a good thing. Thank you, Ubisoft, for doing it. But to me, someone who still uses you know these things has the mentality that Assassin's Creed always had this. That Spider-Man, the last game I played, also had this. It's just confusing. I'm just pressing these buttons and nothing is happening, but I'm thinking to myself that, yes, it's working. You you don't know. It's working. So, <laughs> um, keep that in mind, that there is no sprint button. It's a good thing, actually. Thank you, Ubisoft. Now, while I said many great things about the game, and I think that no matter how much I said, it cannot be explained well unless you play the game to feel it, there are many problems as well. Voice acting in the first few hours of the game, and this is actually a lot of first few hours, is terrible. There is a scene in particular where you meet your dad after a long time to say, that, Hey, dad, I'm alive, bitch. And I just wanted to kill the guy who was voicing Leonidas. Sorry, not Leonidas. Uh, the father. I forgot the name of the father. Nicholas. Sorry. Uh, when Nikolaus comes and you meet him, how do you think the reaction should be? It should be something like, Oh my God! My daughter is alive? Holy crap! Whoa! Come to me! Something like that, at least. But what's his reaction? That reaction is just as cringeworthy as Batman reacting to Two-Face becoming Two-Face in Batman the Animated Series. Where Batman was like, Harvey, no. I was like, what? This is just like that. Nicholas looked at you like, Cassandra. Oh, my daughter. Cassandra. I can't even sell how cringeworthy that moment is. Because it's supremely cringeworthy. Like, Cassandra. Oh, no. You're alive. How? And I'm like, what the hell? While the voice acting is terrible at the beginning of the game and onwards for a few hours, the rest of it is actually good and acceptable. But sometimes it's seriously inconsistent. The act actor for Alexius, I think he does an amazing job for himself. I'm not going to say what role, but he's amazing for it. I think he really suits that level of... Craziness and angriness. Cassandra, on the other hand, she's really good as well. But I heard that Alexius is Alexius' voice actually, even though many people don't like his voice, is the only one who actually went out to be as authentic as possible since he is from Greek. So 
I don't know who to believe. I liked Alexius as well. He was really angry. He was like, I am a little... I just wanted to spoil something. I was really careful not to, so it turned out like this. But Cassandra's also fine. Um, well, the voice acting, like I said, sometimes really, really sucks. The other times it's really bearable and nice. There are some parts in the gameplay I wish would have been different. One of them, for example, being why does this bar for oxygen bar for going underwater disappears every so often? Why does health bar disappear? This is some of the things that Ubisoft should fix immediately. And some things that don't make sense in the context of the story, like if assassins knew killing like this was possible in this way, for example, why Altair couldn't do it? And if these guys could swim, how can Altair swim? What the hell? Like, you know, there are a lot of these involved. Or like, why are the animals in this game so freaking annoying and so hard to tame? Because whenever you want to tame one of them, they just want to kill you. And you're like, okay, I'm killing you. Car, you kill them. The only way. So, (laughs) that's really stupid in my opinion. You can't even have a companion. It doesn't make sense to have one. I mean, Far Cry does a much better job than Assassin's Creed in taming them. Then comes the other thing that um, is a little bit annoying, is that the hunter skill, assassin skill, even though it's cool, they don't amount to much compared to the warrior skill tree. Warrior skill tree is all about killing people. But the bow and the hidden, not hidden blade, but the spear is, while effective, they're not kind of a thing that one-shots one guy. Especially even if you're a higher level than them, which is terrible. And if you do kill them, like critically, people will notice. So your cell phone just got screwed. You kill them with a the bow, you're screwed. Somebody notices immediately. That kind of an imbalance really annoys me. The other thing that I think is really imbalanced is how the armor in the game that you have, even though it gives you some engravings, not only does it make any difference in the game, even though it can, but it's not necessary at all, but also the fact that the weapons and armor, like I said, they, they don't make that much of a difference. Just you know, They just make a difference because of the um, amount of armor they give you. Like, for example, in Destiny, you actually feel the difference because you have different classes. Here, it doesn't matter which class you are. Just play the goddamn game. And you will still win. That's a bad thing. I mean, they probably worked hard for this, but you know, I never used an engraving unless it was for a trophy. Otherwise, nothing. Many people complained about the time savers and um, I don't know these these things, like you know how it's grinded. I can confirm to you, the game is not grindy at all. There are some grinds that you have to do from one level to the other especially for some missions, but given the fact that side quests are actually very enjoyable, that there's many things to do in the game, and you have to do them anyway, it's not that difficult, it's not that bad. In fact, it's actually cool to do, and it feels good to do them. So, yeah, I don't think it's definitely a grind. The story of the side quests alone will make you want to play through to the end as well, and that's cool. Although there are some places in the story that you can just guess 
And just like Spider-Man, you like I said, some side quests are too easy to guess the ending. Some of them are not, and that's amazing. They're actually surprising. Choices you make in the game, again, are should not be limited to doing good deeds or bad deeds. Sometimes you have to do a bad deed. Like instead of sparing someone, you should kill them because it will have an an effect <clears throat> later on in the game for another character, which it does. And it surprised me. I was like, holy crap, I saved this guy like two hours ago. Why did you do this thing? It was really cool. Do yourself a favor. Don't spoil the game for yourself. Or like going and saying, what does this choice do? What does that choice do? Don't do it. Just simply go and play the game the way you want it. Make it your story. Because this will be your story. And it's really cool the way you feel like, you know, I made a difference or I didn't or... Damn, I made a terrible mistake. And in that regard, I think, you know, this game does amazingly well. Amazingly. Now, even though I said so much good stuff about the game, you know, the side quests, the treasure hunting, which actually is almost non-existent in the game, but the world of it, the graphical things and things like that, there's a big problem that I that I'm have, that I have to decrease a point from this game, a full point, by the way, simply because Ubisoft, what the hell. So far, the score of this game is 9. The reason I decreased 1 point is a little bit of an imbalance in the ability trees, story requiring you to actually do the four world bosses to understand at least the the actual ending to the game, and maybe the fact that that expansion is a cash graph for giving us an incomplete ending anyways that's the reason i'm decreasing one point well there are many negative points i just said but overall they make one so overall the game's score to me is a nine because i think this is almost almost the perfect assassin's creed game to me assassin's creed 2 and brotherhood are the perfect assassin's creed games Especially because you you actually have an Assassin's Creed, you grow them, you make them into Assassins yourself, you have places where you spend money and they actually change to become better. That sort of thing was amazing. So, while I'm not blaming Odyssey for not having these features, which I think is a drawback, every time with any Assassin's Creed game, they just remove some features for some reason. The other reason that I'm decreasing one full point, by the way, and I'm being very generous here, is that if you turn on your photo mode and take a picture and then go back to Capture Gallery to view your Assassin's Creed uh, screenshot or even other game screenshots from your console, you'll be unable to do so. For some reason, they will all be black. And even though they release a patch again, it this problem has not yet been fixed. Also, also, the photo mode in this game is terrible. One of the worst I've ever seen. Even worse than Assassin's Creed Origins. So, that's another one. The graphical hiccup that everyone, everybody has. I checked. I checked on Reddit and everyone else. Everybody seems to have this problem as well as that photo mode problem. Uh, it's another big drawback. Like... Why don't the textures load completely, even though everywhere else is fine? Why some of them just don't and destroy this thing for me? Music, however, I don't know if I should decrease any point or not. I leave it up to you guys. 
the music is exactly the same from Assassin's Creed 2, at least the theme, the main theme. When you go into the menu, it sings the same song from Assassin's Creed 2, which was... That thing. So, by the way, I told you of a leaker who revealed a lot of crap from these games. I actually bookmarked them. He said that the music for Odyssey will remind you of the good old days from Assassin's Creed 2. I think he actually meant it literally, since they're using the same soundtrack, at least some parts of it. Overall, no matter how much I try to talk about this and say, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a fantastic game. Really well made. The RPG style of this game really suits it, and... The mythical side of it, even though you might think that it's a little bit too much, it does get explained in the game. The game, ex- the, one of the highlights of the game is that this game explains the whole origin of the Templars, by the way, and not just Assassins, but Templars much better than any other game in Assassin's Creed game altogether. Assassin's Creed Origins, even though it tried to explain both of them at the same time, it failed miserably. It was perhaps one of the most terrible origin stories one could have made for this series. But this game, not only does it explain the Templars really well, but also maybe Assassins. The first civilization and um, everyone else is explained amazingly well as well, and it opens up the story in a huge way. While it may actually be like that the Ubisoft expects us to read the comics to understand the story better and better every time, it still holds up well on its own, but yet it wants you wanting for more. In fact, Assassin's Creed Odyssey might be one of the only games from Ubisoft that makes me want to buy the expansions. One reason being, I would love to see the story of the Hidden Blade, uh, which is about Doryush, the first user of the Hidden Blade according to Assassin's Creed 2, which means I'll be going back to the Persian Empire. Which makes me really happy. I'm going back home. So, it does make me feel like, why why the hell isn't this game connected to Prince of Persia? And if you guys want to connect it, just do it already. I mean, I would be really happy. I would be like, okay, I'm not having another Prince of Persia game, but this is close enough. So, yes, as an Iranian, this makes me really happy. So, now you guys know I'm actually Iranian. So... It makes me really happy that they're doing this, but the Atlantis one makes me a little bit skeptical. Now, like I said, the world of the game is beautifully recreated, especially if you know modern Greece. You just be awestruck of how great this game has been made. Overall, I think this is an achievement for Ubisoft. If they've come very close to perfect game, and believe me, one day they will make the perfect game. This is probably the closest they've ever been so far. But there are some things that are lingering in it that don't make sense. But again, this is minor inconvenience from the overall great story, great gameplay, great graphics. Like for example, if Cassandra jumps from a very high building... She doesn't take any damage, which is really weird compared to every other Assassin's Creed game and every other game in the world. 
But at the same time, when you go to the sea and those waves hit you, that storm, which is a little bit disappointing compared to other Assassin's Creed, who, which had naval combat, it's a little bit disappointing, the storms. They're not that difficult. But the underwater world is just fantastic. This is something I hadn't seen like that. While naval combat and things in Assassin's Creed 4 actually outdo this game in many ways, but again, this game has its own charms in the naval combat place as well. Assassin's Creed Odyssey to me is as close as a masterpiece uh, Assassin's Creed game could have gotten. To me, it seems that you know this game should have come instead of Origins, that Origins should actually be removed from existence considering how good this game is. To me, it really seems that, well, that guy who said they were going to reboot the series, even though I'm not saying no right now, but it does feel like that, yes, the series is headed towards that kind of thing. It does feel like a reboot to me, especially the ending that you get. If you think about it, it does feel like they're going to reboot it. I hope they don't. But I heard that the next game is kind of, you know, in a, a kind of a place they don't know what they want to do right now. But it was going to be again set in Greece somehow. I'm not against that. I mean, after you play the game, you might actually want the same thing as I do. But, of course, I want my character to visit other places as well. So, overall, the game story things, like I said, they're really, really good. This is a game that I didn't expect to be this good. It doesn't have any right to be this good. But I'm proud of it. Assassin's Creed Odyssey proved me wrong. I thought it was a game that had like a huge grind. That game was difficult. By the way, I don't know. Maybe they changed it with a patch. I really don't know. So far, I've heard that the new patch even fixes some of the costs for the ship and upgrades. Which I like it. I already got my platinum, so... <laughs> um, have fun playing the game. I recommend this game definitely to any everyone. Even though I said that, you know, this game... Before playing it, I said this game is missing some of the core features of Assassins, and it is. There is not even one mention of Assassins or Templars. In fact, even in the modern-day era of the game, there's only two instances where Templars or Assassins are mentioned. While this, to many, can be a big minus, like, why is this game called Assassins anyway? I feel like this game was created to explain First Civilization, the origins of many, many things, and it does get the story closer to the climax of its modern-day era gameplay. I don't know how to classify this game for you. This game doesn't talk about assassins, doesn't have eagle vision, doesn't have anything defining that other Assassin's Creed games had. So, for those of you thinking, why isn't this game just called Odyssey? The same thing I wanted to, well, I said a long time ago before playing the game. I'll say to you that this is an Assassin's Creed game. But it feels more like a spin-off, like a great idea that they're testing out. You know, so this can be a series on its own even. But 
the main problem I feel with it is that you see the reason many people still love Assassin's Creed 2 the series including Brotherhood and Revelations is that we grew up with the character of Ezio we made him from a scrawny rich kid to a master assassin who died right before our eyes in the animation embers this game and the basically any other game that came after they didn't give us that experience for this game however you do get a feel of many things but the fact that this is not exactly related to that conflict steals away from it because we have to get accustomed to something else Assassin's Creed Odyssey should not have been named Assassin's Creed that's something that should be said this is not a game related to that only the first only the modern day part is related to assassins and the templars but again the modern day story is already so far away from that story that it already doesn't feel like assassin's creed anymore assassin's creed odyssey is a great experience in every regard story gameplay things like that but don't come into the game expecting a full Assassin's Creed game where you get to understand about Assassin's, Hidden Blade, things like that. You won't. Maybe in the subsequent uh, DLCs we'll learn more. But I feel that's a cheat. At the same time, um, do keep in mind that just... Just, you know, just don't expect the game to surprise you, like, you know, it's like Altair or Ezio kind of style, like, you know, suddenly Epic Vision, things like that. But enjoy the game. The game is really enjoyable. The game is really well made. It really pains me to keep saying it, but it's not an Assassin's Creed game. Even if you're trying to explain some things in the game with the modern day era and in the past, and it really opens up the whole, um, how do I say, the old ancient civilization and stuff like that, there are many things that still don't make sense. So, don't go with that kind of a mindset. Don't go. Just, just keep playing and have fun. And I hope that you enjoy the game. I hope that you have fun with the game. My score to the game is 8. Should Ubisoft actually fix... The problem with the um, uh, photo mode, which destroys every other game in your console as well. I'll move it back to 9, but for now it's 8. And I don't know how any reviewer just saw past this problem. It's really stupid. So, thank you for listening in. I hope you enjoy the game. If you are thinking whether you want to you know keep the game not keep the game buy it rent it things like that i'll answer it as short as possible if you want to also if you care about the story of assassin's creed you want to see more if you're a historical person buy the game and go for the season pass which will include assassin's creed 3 remaster so it means you also get another game with your purchase which is a great news if you are just a fan of the series and not the story, you just want to play through it and see what the hell is going on, you'll have an easier time not thinking about the story and just enjoying the game. So I think even if you can't rent it, 
buy it from um, somebody who already played it, like, you know, secondhand or used version, and then sell it again. Or if you rent it, just rent it for a week. I think a week minimum would be good. This is considering you keep playing all week. Otherwise, get it for two. Um, so that's it. That's uh, it's, it's definitely worth a buy. But I always say if a used version is available, go for a used one. I mean, that's what I do. If I see a used version that's actually cheap, I'll, I'll go definitely for a used one instead of the uh, new version. But in terms of keeping it, you can keep it if you're a fan of the story. You want to see more about the story but with the expansions and stuff like that. And you already know what the expansions are. If you just want to play, just buy a used one. Or better yet, just rent it. Rent, play it for two weeks. Actually, one week if you play a lot. And enjoy the game. Thank you for listening in. I hope you guys have fun playing the game as well as much as I did, which is an enjoyable game. And don't worry, there isn't any grind. There isn't any need for you to buy um, anything from the in-store to enjoy the game itself. There's no need for that. Though there are some things, you know, like you know, every day the store changes. There's a particular store in the game with a particular kind of currency which does make you buy stuff if you want like for example if you want pegasus you, you you're better off paying for it rather than waiting for the store to bring and to just grind out all those currency but anything else that changes gameplay there's nothing else that changes the gameplay in fact there are many cool things in the game that you find on your own you level up on your own enjoy the game don't worry about anything this is a game that i definitely recommend if, if not for the gameplay, but for the Greek world itself and how amazing it looks. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for being part of the podcast. We'll see you guys very soon. When I finally get to download Red Dead Redemption, as it stands, my internet connection at home is busted for some reason. It's been five days now. Curse them. So, um, I'll see you guys very soon. And thank you for joining us.